Alrighty, alrighty, everyone. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Waves on the Shore podcast with myself, Jaren, and Jaded. It's nine in the morning. I have a coffee beside me. I just went to Tim's to wake myself up. Jaren was late getting a shower to wake himself up because now he's got the Rones. So he's dying on the other end of the phone. And yeah, I hope you're doing well. Um, we did actually have an episode in between this. But what happened there? Jaded, would you care to share? <laughs> All right, listen. Listen, boys. God. <laughs> you see, there's there's this guy. His name is Overshore. And he forgot me. What? to get the backup going. <laughs> and nothing else happened. Jaded finished <laughs> editing. <laughs> no, Jaded had all the audios together. And then, for whatever reason at no point in time saved the project. So he somehow lost no. his audio file, and then it was just me and Jaren. And then it was like, well, because I, I did forget to record the backup, but it's like Murphy's Law. The one time I don't have the backup going, we lose the audio file, because that's just how it works. So I claim, I claim exactly 73% of the blame. I'll well, take the other 27. Deodorant on. That's tough. What? Nothing. <laughs> but yeah, that was a that was a that was a pretty crazy episode. It was, bro, know? Luke Combs was on. He played the entirety of his unreleased third album. Yeah, he, yep, he actually we, played a three-hour set of yeah, music, and we and we live critiqued it. Yep. Okay. It was nuts. He actually he actually made some lyric changes. It's, it's crazy. We made some lyric changes. Well, we are now. They were lyric. They, they were lyric changes that we suggested. He was the yeah. one who implemented. Yeah, because we didn't want to take the writer's credit. It was a crit. Yeah. And then, bro, like literally every name you can imagine just hopped on the podcast. It was nuts. Everyone was just like, hey, can I join the podcast? Yeah. Like, heck yeah, you can. I mean, like once, once like Luke Combs was there, the word spread. So, you know. Exactly. Kanye told us when Donda was actually going to come. Yeah. Uh, just kidding. But we're, we'll, we'll never tell. See, that, that's, that's when they know we're lying. Because no, <laughs> no one, no <laughs> one knows tell. when Donda's coming. <laughs> now it's August 22nd, and it's just like, frick me, bro. I can just feel my, like, like my passion mentally for what I'm trying to say, but then I can hear myself talking because it's 9 in the morning, and I realize, like, this passion is not being translated through my <laughs> my verbal expression, but oh well. Um, hopefully I wake up in a bit. But yeah, so I just, you know what I just realized, boys? Hmm. We never, I mean, like, agreed on what we were going to talk about. We have no clue. That's fine. All right. Style. All right, Jaded, Chris Young album. All right, listen. I haven't listened listen, to it. What do you think? Listen, boys. <laughs> I, came, I came prepared. Apparently, these clubs didn't. So I'm going, I'm going to go real quick, track by track. Are you ready for this? Raise on Country uh. is garbage. All right. <laughs> I hate that song. I hate the way his voice sounds on it. I hate that song. Famous Friends is just mind-bogglingly mediocre, all right? <laughs> There's nothing interesting about it. Town Ain't Big Enough is fine. It's got some nice lyrical moments, but nah. Drowning made me cry. Drown? Uh, Wait, hold on. Drowning is on the album? Yeah. I is, it that, is it the, is it the like, super-produced one? Yeah. It's a crazy yeah. album. It'd yeah. have to be. I, yeah. Isn't that single, like, three years old now? Here, let me, uh... I think, I think it's just going to be on every album, though. 
Yeah, it's like <laughs> pretty. It, it's like Pretty Heart, which we'll talk about. Yeah, it's like pretty. Oh gosh, I don't even like Pretty Heart that much. But sorry, that's a. Big... Hold on, real quick. All right, you know what? I'll bring it up on Pretty Heart. I'll bring it up on Pretty Heart. Continue, continue. Okay, I really like Rescue Me. It's probably my personal favorite. Break like you do is. It's I've heard it before. It's fine. Yeah, so Drowning is more than two years old. Like, when it first, like, the when the raw versions of it, before they made a studio version, it's more than two years old. It's been floating around for some time. Yeah. Okay, At the End of a Bar is a jam. I like the way this song sounds, alright? There's, there's nothing really lyrical that intrigues me much. Like, it's fine in that respect, but... What was that one? There's... This is one of the few songs that I just like the way it sounds. What was that one you said? It's, it's track number seven at the end of a bar. At the end. It has Mitchell Tenpenny on it, and I like really like his voice, so that probably. People always crap on Mitchell Tenpenny's voice, and I don't really get it. Like he can sound the same a lot of the time. He does kind of use the same, like yeah, exact delivery on good. every song, yeah. but it does sound good. It gets old if you listen to like more than I'm one gonna, song I'm gonna, but we're gonna listen to an album of his but it sounds good yeah it's but like love looks good on you is very mediocre one of them night one of them nights made me laugh just because how dumb the lyrics is but in a good way or bad way I, it didn't offend me okay. i guess um cross every line Oh yeah, the first verse in Cross Every Line is one of the few cases in which I feel like the degree and the context of which the specificity was implied made it a bit corny. To actually pull up this album, so I can actually look at the track list. <laughs> I've hold my hold my beer. Watch this is just it's the same song that you would imagine you'd hear. Just from that title. There's, there's nothing, <laughs> okay. there's nothing Fair else. enough. Hold I my beer. I know exactly what you mean. Remember well, who had Hold My Beer that was really good? Randy Rod. Uh oh crap. Wade Bowen and Randy Rogers, right? Yeah, there's the Hold My, hold my Beer part beer one and part two. I don't I The don't song itself that. was good though. It was catchy. I don't even remember Bessie in the house. It must not have been great. <laughs> <laughs> that me when I look back at the Brett, uh, the, uh, Brett Young. <laughs> I don't even know what that one is. <laughs> I don't even know who you are. <laughs> That's how I feel when I listen to Brett Young's music. Oh, I know this one. Obviously, is. I know. Oh, I don't, I don't like, I don't like Tonight We're Dancing. Tonight We're Dancing is fine, but I don't like it. There's, I wouldn't go back to it ever. So yeah, I went track by track. You got it. I'd give it a 6.5. Okay. Uh, I, uh, Respectable. Yeah, it's a, it's you said uh, Rescue Me was your favorite? Yeah. Okay. I was just wondering. I feel like I've heard Rescue Me, but I don't think I have. I don't remember it if I have heard it. I've probably heard it. I've heard a lot of music that I just completely forget because I listen to a lot of Actually, music nowadays. Real but... quick. I want to see how many songs Lauren Elena is featured on. <laughs> So we got one beer. <laughs> so we got one beer. Uh, we have uh, the John Party song. Uh, don't blame it on whiskey. Don't blame it on whiskey. Uh, what ifs with Kane Brown? Mm-hmm. 
She's on Tullahoma. I don't remember what song it is. She's thinking about you with Dustin Lynch. On t- That's four. He, she... Famous, so she's on that one song on Famous Friends. Town ain't big enough, so that's five. She's featured on the Breland EP. <laughs> so that's six. Let me just Google. Oh, Jesus, I'm going to knock my coffee she's over. She's on a song with Riley Clemens. That's uh, seven, right? Now? Yeah. The, uh... <clears throat> um, am I... No, hold on, I'm stupid, never mind. Um, hey boys, this is totally unrelated, but I just got left on scene by a company. <laughs> Dang. She's I, on a song I, with Rascal Flats. That's eight. Oh, I completely forgot about that one. Holy crap. She is actually eight. featured in... I know it's a meme, but jeez. She's in a lot of songs. She's on... Do you have like a number? Lathan Warlick album. That's nine. Uh... Uh, I'd say a rough total count would be 37. At least 10. It is at least 10. Yeah. And, at least 10. It's like Ty Dolla Sign. And like, and like Eric Church has been in this biz for a long time. And what? He's featured on Luke Combs' album. Is that it? Like, I'm he's, just trying to put this in perspective. He's probably featured on some obscure thing somewhere, but that's the only one that comes to mind. Yeah. And he does, and he doesn't usually. I think he has like one. He has Susan Tedeschi on mixed drinks about feelings. I think that's his only. Like that's Dude. the only time someone else features on one of his songs. And that I amazing. love that song, uh, man. I I yeah. always see people like when they talk about Misunder- Mister Misunderstood, they kind of crap that's... on that song, and I'm like, really? No. Yeah, people that's... seem to like just from what I've seen, people don't really like that song, and I'm like, how? Nah, bro, my faves are easily Mixed Drinks About Feelings, Round Here Buzz, and Three-Year-Old. But yeah. all of them are bangers, in my I think, opinion. I think, yeah, I mean, it's it's his best album. But yeah. I think... Yo, we ain't got nothing else to do. You're trying to, trying to run down our favorite Eric Church albums? We could. We're, trying to, trying we, to like we're, already talking, we're already talking about Mr. Misunderstood, so here we are. Yeah, I think my favorite's from Mr. Misunderstood. Knives New Orleans. Friggin' love that song. My favorite Eric Church song. Um, Kill wow. a Word. Okay. Just copying Grady. Yeah, I know. Why is that? Okay, or I just, yeah, okay. Or I just like the song. Or just like favorite song of his. Because it's just, bro. That, it's, I mean, like, good. It's, it's good. Really good. It's a it's rocker. Not, is it really the best? Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. It's intense. <laughs> it's all right, friggin' all right, awesome. Yeah, I think. Uh, Knives New Orleans, Killer Word, and then if I had to give one other song, the Podium. I do spot, love Killer Word too. That one's really good. I think it. I think it would genuinely be mixed drinks about feelings. Um, yeah, but literally, even like that's the thing. Even the singles on this thing are like so good. Like Round Here Buzz, like Killer Word, mm-hmm. like Record Year. Round Here Buzz, bro. Round Here Buzz. So good. I know Record Year is like way more popular than Round Here Buzz, and I always feel like Round Here Buzz gets a little overshadowed. Mm-hmm. I just love Round Here Buzz. I don't really know why. I had to take a break from those songs for it because they got so overplayed. They did get played on the radio. A lot, the thing is, I don't listen to the radio that much. So yeah, I see, I didn't. I don't listen to the radio when I drive. 
But when I got driven around, right, my parents always just threw on the radio. And this, like, Eric Church's singles were always playing. So literally, like, as good as they were, they got so overplayed in my mind. I just could not listen to them. But now, like, a few years after, go back, like, two years. Like, after it had been, like, a year or two since they got the frick outplayed of them. Uh, that sense didn't make sense. But... Like two years after they got overplayed on the radio, I went back to it. And I'm like, nah, these are just darn good songs. I'm I'm curious, what's y'all y'all's opinion on the uh, the long intro to uh, the snake to start off the? I love it. I love it. That's such a so good song. actually, Desperate Man. My dad is super into bluesy rock. Like he loves that. So he would gro- love he it loves, then. Like that groovy vibe. My yeah. dad's always been a fan of Stevie Ray Vaughan. I don't know if you guys know who that I've is. I've heard but... the name. Um, he's a, it's, it's, it's like blues rock. Like he's a really good guitar player. And my dad just loves that kind of stuff. So like Desperate Mm -hmm. Man and Soul, me and my dad love those albums. I know a lot of people don't. And that's because they're not really, and a lot of that is because they're just not super country. I like Soul though. But I love, I, I know most people think Soul is the better out of the two and that, and is the most cohesive one, which is 100% true but i love soul so much i had his do i know yeah, I mean, a lot of people aren't a huge fan and that's okay and i understand why i love soul but i don't think it gets like the like i i would where would i put it it'd be like fourth or fifth in my like tier of eric church albums okay that's higher than i thought it would be honestly but it's still like the thing is i feel like i'm doing it an injustice putting it down at four or five because i do love it so much but I love the top four so much as well. So it's not very like representative. Whereas you get other artists yeah. and it's like your like bottom tier albums of them you don't like. Whereas an Eric Church bottom tier album is like an album yeah, yeah. that I don't or sorry, it's an album that I like but I don't love. And so I love like eighty percent of his stuff. Yeah. For so me it's probably like my third least favorite. But like that doesn't mean much for Eric Church, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's still a decent album, at least. Yeah, you know? I I decent. I'd say it's like a great album. It's just I, well, I I wasn't trying to put words in your mouth. So I, I love the risks on that thing. Like, look good and you know yeah. it is still one of my favorite oh, songs. Yes, that Eric put out. Where I want to be, we're like yeah. the we're we're like they're hitting the high notes, and like I just want to I just want to dance with the background singers. You know what I'm saying? I, I know. I love that little like do 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 do. Like a moth to a flame. Do, 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 do. I love that song. Uh, but yeah, I and while we're on it, real quick, we can probably wrap up the Eric Church discussion soon. But I really do. And is if you can somehow, if you somehow manage to, if you get a record player and you somehow manage to get your hands on and, you have to buy it. You have to because, like, I know it's only six songs, but just it's worth so it. Good. Yeah, it's I've probably heard, it's, um, it's just really good. What was the wolf one? Lone Wolf. Lone Wolf. I've heard oh. that one and I don't exactly remember it, but I remember really liking it when I heard it. So I only have a couple albums on vinyl. Uh one is Harry Styles debut. I just think it's so it's I like rock and it doesn't feel like pop to me. It feels like like rock and I love it. There's a lot of That's influence on that album, yeah. Yeah, um then I have Tessie Lou Williams, and then I have And, 
And then I have the Marfa tapes. Nice. Because it's only available on vinyl or streaming. There's no yeah. CD. But, oh, Marfa tapes, bro. <laughs> the Marfa tapes and and sounds so good on vinyl. I can imagine. I really do want a record player, but at the same time, do I really want to spend money and then more money yeah. to listen to music that I so already I, uh, have? My Victrola record player plays CDs, too. So I have a ton of CDs, and I have, like, five records. And yeah. that... I don't buy a ton of records. Uh, They're expensive. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the ones I own are either more rare or like vinyl exclusive, like Marfa tapes yeah. and and Tessie Lou Williams. I ordered straight from her website. Yeah, yeah. That's just how far away from my mic I am. Hope everything can hear me all right. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, what are we saying? Because I'm, I'm curious. What are y'all? How do you how do you guys feel about his first two albums, Eric's? I'm just curious because I want to know. I never got I into them as much, go. and I've tried okay. before, but like, I've just never like they've never hit me sure. like his newer stuff has. Specifically, like sinners like me. There's definitely there's yeah. Listen, there's definitely moments on sinners like me it's, where it's really yeah. good, but overall. It never like hits. I'm just looking at the track list here. Yeah, for me, "Living Part of Life" is really the only song that I come back to, and I know yeah, lightning. It's the only, yeah, it's the only one as well. People talk about lightning a lot, and I know it's super. I never got into but it. I can't really get into it. Actually. And two big lines people talk about, but then yeah. Carolina. Lightning's probably the one song from those two albums that I do come back to. Which one? Lightning. lightning. Yeah. Lightning. Okay, and that doesn't surprise me. Just yeah. Me. And Carolina, like, I, don't, I think it's good. I just for some reason it doesn't click with me. I don't really know. I haven't listened to it a bunch though. So yeah. Also, the the recording's like low quality for that song. What's well, like, 06. But. Really? Yeah. Do you not? Do you guys like not hear that? Like, you, like well, I haven't. The thing is, like, I, I don't listen to it all the time, so I'd have to. Yeah, I'd have to like go back and focus on yeah. that. But Carolina, I like, think, is definitely better than Sinners Like Me because it's got songs like. Smoke a little smoke, which uh, I do. I do enjoy. Um, yeah, that that feels like Eric Church. And yeah. love, love the most was actually one of the first Eric Church songs I heard before I really got back into country music. Yeah, and then I mean, "Leave My Willie Alone," classic Eric classic. Church song. Really, I, I actually, um, I honestly can't really remember that song. I'm gonna be real with you. <laughs> Because I jammed a Carolina, I'll, I'll I'll start building Carolina. Yeah, I was gonna say, the, but my two favorites from that album are Carolina, and uh, you make it look so easy, which is really underrated. But mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, I think Carolina is definitely better than Sinners Like Me. They're Sinners Like Me is good. It's, it's, yeah, it's probably my least favorite Eric Church album. Though. Yeah. All right, before we move on, I just want to make a statement. Yeah. I've noticed in the Discord, hey, brother. the Overcourt, that because of like soul and heart, heart and heart and soul's release, it's almost like it's cool to hate on Eric Church now. And I get like if you want to do that, and like maybe heart and soul was disappointing for some people, and I know, I mean I know it was, but I, I, exactly. No, I don't really think it was. But it's, like they've grown I just on think me. They've it's grown so on. weird that a it seems like a significant amount of people have just been like, you know, Eric Church really isn't that good. And I'm not trying to say 
that he's like the end all be all. Like he he is the only country music you should listen to. But I just think I don't care what genre you call his new stuff. I just think it's really well done. I think I here here's here's how it works in the Discord. I don't right? I don't think this Eric Church hate is deserved. I think here's, it's silly. Yeah, it, because here's how it works, right? It's like children's soccer where the ball goes one way and all the kids run after it. It's like <laughs> one person in the Discord says like like one one person has their opinion of like imagine Cyrus is you know, a little kid kicking the ball. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I have this image in my head now, but um, it's like one person says one thing, like uh, Eric Church isn't that good anymore, and unless it gets immediate backlash, like unless the first person respond disagrees, it feels like if like one person agrees, everyone is just like Eric Church is washed up, Eric Church is done, da 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 da, they all like. Yeah, so, you know what, even if, like, that's the notion in the Discord, I, <laughs> it, it, first of all, that is a silly opinion if you think Eric Church is washed up, but secondly, I don't really, like, take the Discord too seriously for that reason, because I could literally go on right now and say, like, Chris Young has the album of the year, and people wouldn't necessarily, like... Well, people would... That's an exaggeration. Point being, is anyone who says anything... People would agree with you, is what you're people will, People will agree on the Discord. It just kind of yeah. works like that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. That, that's my explanation <laughs> of why people may think Eric Church is all, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, we can... I think we're good to move on now, right? Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. So... Do we old chain cowboy? Do we want to talk about Gold Chain Cowboy? I know Jada hasn't. Jada prepped with the wrong albums. I'll, I'll talk about it. I'll talk about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> well, from what I've observed, before we start getting into the actual tracks themselves, um, I'm I've never just like I've always enjoyed Parker, just kind of from an outside. Like he's got mm-hmm. like like a cowboy is probably my favorite Parker song. Yeah. And maybe that's a hot take, but I think I, I just think it sounds really good, and I also like the lyrics. Yeah. Even though they're not super super deep or anything like that, but um, I've seems like some people just think it's like okay or a little bit less than okay, mm-hmm. and then there's other people that are like pretty positive on it. Like I know Tom really enjoys it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. And but and I, if I remember correctly, I think Nathan and Cyrus were pretty like meh on it. Yeah, and I'm just not really sure how I feel. I think it's Cyrus think it was, was very meh. I mean, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Like, I've just found myself going back to it a lot more than I thought I would. And it just seems to grow on me just a little bit each time. But, yeah. And I remember um, I saw Cyrus's review popped up in my uh, recommended. But I hadn't done mine yet. And, like, I don't... Here's the thing. Anytime there's an album or anything, I don't want to watch any like reviews or sure. anything until you i do your own opinion until i like really until i have like mine nearly finished like to the point of like editing and it's uploading like when my reviews uploading that's when i'll go watch reviews just because like i don't want to be influenced because sure. i think it, it would have been really easy had i just watched cyrus's 
because then your mindset's different. Like if I watched Cyrus's review and he kind of just crapped on it for five minutes, <laughs> um, he uh, and then pulls a five out of nowhere. It's just like, dude, the way you, <laughs> the way you talked about it, this is like a two, and he just, I'm gonna give it a five out of ten. But um, no I hate to Cyrus. I I love Cyrus, man. But um, yeah, had I watched that, I would have listened beforehand. I would have listened to that album differently because I would have been like expecting it to be bad i would have been waiting for it to be bad and even if i got surprised at times like the negative moments would have stood out more because it would have been like ah bingo there's a bad moment whatever but this album where i listened to it like fresh with my opinion and my opinion only like it wasn't i had a fresh canvas it was not influenced by anything I really like this album, and so I'm also not afraid to step up and say that I will give it like a seven and a half out of ten, because, yeah. You yeah. see, I'm not. I don't. I just don't really know how I feel about this album. I thought it was just solid. I kind of feel. I know. I know you probably wouldn't agree, but I feel very similarly about this album. Well, kind of similarly, like I did with the newest uh, Riley album, except this was probably a little bit better. If I had to be honest, but and I know we know my opinion about the Riley album. Yeah, yeah. It's maybe maybe it's a for all the Riley Green fans. Maybe it's good we lost the last episode. I don't know. I think I just appreciated that. (laughs) Whatever. I'm not gonna get into the Riley thing. We already talked about that. Or actually, no, that got deleted. It got deleted, and I'm just saying it's probably good for the Riley fans. It got deleted because I have some passion. I mean, basically, Evan's problem with it was that it was just more of the same, right? Yeah, it it was like. painfully yeah. lazy yeah i remember when riley green himself got on the podcast to debate you about it dude it was not <laughs> riley on the pod it was nuts bro let's get off the pod let's go actually hang out with him you, you, know you know what i, thought about <laughs> I would love to meet riley green he seems like a really chill guy so riley yeah. if you re- hear that i really don't like your new album don't take that personally because i really like your first album it's a trade-off so <laughs> yeah my challenge to midland never went up you know what oh, I'm about? oh yeah. We're gonna restate that one because I want that to happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want it to happen. So re- restate the uh, proposal. Yeah. All right. Listen, Midland. So for context, I there is only one reason why I've never listened to a Midland album. It's so petty. It's because Overshore really wants me to. <laughs> and the first time we ever talked about it. It was on a Would You Rather, and you were like, you gotta listen to it, Jaded. You gotta. We're not. I'm not even talking to you unless you listen to it. And from that moment, I decided I was never going to listen to a Midland album. However. Oh, gosh. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> oh, by the way, I can't remember if I mentioned it when we recorded, but I'm pretty sure I have COVID. <laughs> when we started. I mean, yeah. I think I half-heartedly mentioned it, but... Jared is safely quarantined. My knees just helped me in it. My knees, my sneeze. Jeez, I'm dying, bro. <laughs> my knees. Okay, shut up. Uh... Boys. Boys. Listen, I don't even know any of your names. I'll learn them. I will listen to Smart Camera. All of your okay. albums on one condition. And that's you come on the come on the podcast. I will listen to both albums beforehand. And I will review them to your face. I will critique them with utmost honesty. 
and you can you can debate me you can take my criticism maybe you can even re-release them with my criticism in mind just, <laughs> just, just putting it out there yeah so midland boys i will i will do this midland I'll, I'll do it. if you get on here and jada goes on a little podcast. true set it straight with the overshore jaded and jaren yeah. Yeah, that'd be kind of sick. I mean, I don't know any country music mysteries or anything, but... It's true. And I didn't really keep up with it because it was on Spotify. But Well, it was on Spotify, and now it's on Amazon Prime Music. Which I don't have either of. So. Yeah, it's weird. They did 10 episodes, and then, like, right before 2020 started, it, Come like... I think next. some, like, legal, like, contract, like, agreement... Yeah. ...deal stuff was going on, and so now they're on Amazon. Yeah. Oh, Amazon Music. I mean, the only podcast I listen to is, uh, well, it, it changed, you know. Little fun fact about me. I did binge listen You're Welcome with Chael Sonnen. But you know what? I've gotten, I've gotten tired of Uncle Chael. I have. I don't know what it is about it, but now I don't know if I listen to him too much. But uh, he, just, he basically just like kind of beats around the bush for too long and never actually says anything. So... Now, I've started, because Michael Bisping started a YouTube channel, which is, like, in the same vein of Chael Sonnen, only Michael's way less scared to say what's on his mind, and it's really entertaining, and he's got a heavy British accent. This is MMA stuff. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> this is completely unrelated to anything. The only reason this is tied to anything is because it's a podcast. Don't worry, guys. We're finished now, Parker in 15 minutes. I'll listen to Michael Bisping. <laughs> and, yeah, we can now go back to Parker McCollum if we want. <laughs> uh... So I I only listen to this like I think I had it playing in the background uh, like three or four times uh, like uh, it would have been two weeks ago probably when it came out two um, weeks today yeah and I really enjoyed Why Indiana not because I live in Indiana but I just kind of like Why Indiana why, 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 it might be my, it's in the running for my favorite so. Yeah, because I really enjoy Why Indiana. Um, I think Pretty Heart shouldn't be on this album. I think it's dumb that it is on this album. And I don't Third think Pretty Heart's really that good. I don't think it's bad, but I really don't think Pretty Heart's that good either. Um, and I, that's my thoughts on Pretty Heart. Um, I, think I think Pretty like Heart was... Cowboy, I think I Like a Cowboy the deserves the popularity that Pretty Heart has. I yeah, think. I mean, I think Pretty Heart... I like blended nope. together so much that y'all were talking about MMA stuff, and then you were talking about Pretty Heart, and I didn't even like know when that started. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't Introducing to the Octagon, Pretty Heart, <laughs> fighting out of My Indiana. My voice just put Jada to sleep, so he zoned out. That's what it was. Yeah, no, I zoned out, and I had no clue what y'all were on. Well, we're talking about Parker now, and I think when it comes to Pretty Heart, I liked it when it came out. But I definitely, and I, you know what? I still like it. I still like the song. It, it's catchy. Yeah. Um, it's nothing crazy. I'm not gonna say it's like a like an objectively fantastic song, but I really like it. Although there's no need for it. Like this is the third time it's being released, which it, reminded yeah. me I saw a thing <laughs> about Pop Smoke, um, and I don't listen to Pop Smoke. I don't. I I just no. I don't. Uh, but and, <laughs> I don't know something about something about his music. I just never like. For example, on Donda, the one dead track is the Pop Smoke one. Okay. Anyways, um, 
but I, I saw this thing and like you know the meme song of pop song like the dior one where it's like christian dior dior and it just like says dior like a gazillion times whatever it, maybe you don't it was like in a bunch of memes anyways i didn't realize that song's been released seven times <laughs> wow like it was on is it on every one of his albums they made a second posthumous album of pop smoke and i, I feel like at that point you're kind of just milking him for money at that point like it uh-huh. kind of feels insincere but um he's it's on his first album in 2019 meet the woo it's on his second album in 2020 <laughs> meet the woo too i thought you just said meet you woo <laughs> no meet the woo um there it is it's on shoot for the stars aim for the moon which was his posthumous album in 2020 um what song is it dior uh is it not on i thought it was on faith maybe it's not but yeah i just saw a thing saying it's been released seven times and i'm like my g how many times are you gonna put out this song like just because you have a good weird though doesn't mean you release it seven times i've never even heard of it it's i mean it's put on it was on a bunch of memes on the second album but it's just like why is it there (laughs) I'll yeah, I don't know. That is weird. And it's also on Shoot for the Stars. Yeah. Like, I don't know. There's nothing no, wrong weird. with it. It's, it's just a bonus track again. It stood out as weird. <laughs> and when I saw Pretty Heart was being released again, I instantly thought of that post. I saw it on like Instagram somewhere. Someone was like, Dior has now been released for a seventh time. And I'm like, bruh. <laughs> like, imagine if every artist's big song was just released forever. <laughs> Although I noticed that... I was doing a tear through Kenny Chesney's uh, discography because I was bored like a few weeks ago. And I noticed a few of his songs were kind of on like several albums. But it makes more sense back in the day when like you had to buy a physical copy. And it's also like, this is an interesting discussion when you talk about like album art and stuff. Um, Back in the day where it's more like you want to include on the cover like the songs that are on it. So people sure. know like it includes this big hit I like. And back then it makes way more sense to re-release hits on other CDs because people want sure. those songs. But in 2021, like just stream yeah. it. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. That's yeah. kinda weird. That's that's my thing about re-releasing songs. I had to throw that in. Alright. Real quick. Back to Parker been... again. We've <laughs> really not talked about Parker much. I I enjoy I don't really, I just don't, like, Why Indiana's probably my favorite. I just really enjoy the chorus. And then Dallas's, I enjoy Dallas a lot. And To Be Loved by You has grown on me, so those are probably my three favorite. I really do not, I've already said this, but I really do not like that Pretty Hearts on here. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of the chorus. I don't know why. I like the chorus. It doesn't, but... It has, I don't know, it, it just doesn't, like, I don't, like I said, I don't think it's a bad song. I just... I don't know. It yeah. doesn't sit right with me for some reason. I can't explain it. Yeah, I think that whole, like, five, really from track five and on, it's the album is unstoppable. But, I mean, you don't like Pretty Heart, but even then, like, Falling Apart, Heart Like Mine, Why Indiana, Rest of My Life, that is a solid run of tracks. Um, sure. What was that hefty breath? Did I say something wrong? <laughs> Who Wait, was that? Wait, what did you say? Sorry, I just someone to... someone just went. <sighs> the hefty breath was not for me. 
And I was like, did I, uh, did I say it's something wrong? Breath? Someone took a massive breath, and as if, like, um, I had offended them or something. I'm now, like, what well, did I if say? I did it, it was not on purpose. <laughs> it was definitely Jaren. Maybe I'm just definitely Jaren. Because I'm dying. <laughs> yeah, and it's 10 in the morning. So, I had to get up at 8.15 this morning. So, if you're listening to this podcast, please respect the grind, bro. Um, I didn't sleep for this. We, it's, it's Jaren. Excuse me. Um, you didn't go to bed at all. I did notice that you had posted on Instagram at, like... No, like dude is running on like 13 minutes of sleep or something. No, listen, I'm running on two monsters, a cup of coffee, and, thir- and exactly 13 minutes to sleep. Listen. <laughs> it's probably the most jaded <laughs> thing you'll come across, to be honest. Jaren, Jaren, you understand. <laughs> listen, I had, I had, here, here was, here was the agenda. There, I had, I had stuff to do tonight, and I also had some zombies to kill. Now, my critical error... Some zombies to kill. <laughs> my, uh... My, it's the everyday the errands of killing zombies. What I did wrong was I killed the zombies first, and then I did the stuff. And then once uh, I was finished with the stuff, I was like 6 a.m. Dang. <laughs> and the I stuff didn't... took me like... And the stuff took me like 30 minutes. Yeah, I didn't actually like... Stuff. You like making crack cocaine or something, my guy? Yep. I mean, he ships like, it to me. <laughs> are you trying to dress this up or <laughs> when he gets stopped at the border like everything oh gosh i just blew my nose and i admit uh, did you guys hear that yeah we heard that yeah, we should have muted my mic jaded right. can just not cut not that part out you're not editing I'll it i remember great. to mute my mic if I, do this part too. I don't care oh. oh great okay well sorry you heard jaren sneeze uh the parker the thing i want to oh so i it's frustrating to me. I think the cover for Like a Cowboy when he released it just as a single a while ago, I think it's, in my opinion, I think it's like the best cover he's ever had for like any album or single. I just love like the, I'm pretty sure it's his, I don't, I, I don't know if he said it, but I feel like the dude on the horse on that cover is like, I feel like it's, it, that picture is from like his family or something like that. I, wish that was like the cover for his newest album and then i wish like a cowboy was on the album i wish pretty heart wasn't and i wish the album was called like a cowboy but that's just like i don't know for some reason i'm not a huge fan of a lot of parker's album art it's a lot it's varies in style like pretty hard as a single it was like kind of like it almost looks like the album of like a EDM remix track to me. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. It's like the black with the golden shattered. Yeah, and heart. then like, and then there's gold chain cowboy, and like, it actually looks like I like the colors and like it's. I nice like gold blue. chain cowboy's cover. The only thing yeah, I don't like horrible, is that you can see his nipple. Why can you see his nipple? By, and then, and then to be loved by you, he's got the the big sunglasses, and it's like, oh gosh. I just don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't know how I'm feeling about the big sunglasses, Loki. And then I'm not a huge fan of Hollywood Gold. I like that one. That, the only downside man, he had the it... Hollywood Gold EP, and then he had Gold Chain Cowboy, and yeah. like I don't, and, and he had pretty hard on both of them, and I just don't, I don't know, I, I I don't really understand what he's doing. Like he has really good covers, I feel like, because I enjoy drinking single cover. I like that with the red and like the yeah, like, like the, there's like a lens flare there and like Young the Man's the, Blues. I like the cover of that. Yeah, I'm just not, I don't know, To Be Loved By You, Hollywood Gold, and Pretty Heart, I don't know, they rub me the wrong way for some reason. I, I think the only, 
I like Hollywood Gold. The only issue is it feels like a magazine cover you would see in Manhattan at Christmas time. That's yeah, what it, that's what it feels. It, that's what yeah, it reminds like me of. Something on Christmas, maybe I guess. Like I don't know. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I will say though, real quick, that out of all three of his albums, like probably your own, Gold Chain Cowboy and the Limestone Kid, I think the Limestone Kid is his best album art. I just love how I just love the the white like at the top with the the, the lime green, and then it. And then it has by Parker McCollum, and I just really like the. I don't know. I think it's a really good. Uh, I think that's my least favorite of the three albums. I just love. I don't know. I, I it's almost nostalgic to me. It reminds me of like an album from like the '90s, like a James Taylor album or something like that. I, love I guess, it. yeah. It's. I could see I don't that. know. I just love the black and white with like the. It just feels. I don't know. Not. It, the... I feel like it accurately represents the music in that album. I could see that. I mean, not because it's my favorite Parker album, but I do think Probably Wrong is my favorite cover of the three. Interesting. I find it kind of cool, the gold and the triangle and, like, how he's always had two this, of like, his gold. faces. He's always had this thing with gold. He does like his Everything gold. Probably but Wrong. If it's, you, it's weird. Yeah, if you look closely at Probably you can Wrong, see there's a red and blue face. There's two of yeah. them. Yeah. And I think it's kind of cool how it blended. So, yeah. I think probably wrong overall it's just the best in every way shape and form i kind of wish the triangle was a little bit bit bigger so that you can i don't know see his face easier i guess i don't really know yeah i mean it took me a while before i even realized his face was in it and then i realized there was two of his faces i was like "Ah." yeah all right parker i love you that rant about your album art and the fact that i'm not a huge fan of pretty heart is nothing against you i think you make really good music anyway (laughs) let's move on this is a semi-not-really-recurring segment that is going to be happening at the end of this episode called Jaren's Quick Jaren Movie Moment. <laughs> and I really... I've been on a, a kick recently. Well, kind of always on a kick. I watch movies a lot, and uh, I have... I want to talk about my favorite movie of all time. Okay. And real quick, I'm going to ask Evan and Jade, what... What genre do you think my favorite movie of all time would be? Rom-com. I'm going to come out and say it. Mm, I'm going to guess. Okay. guess. I'm, I'm going with it. You're both <laughs> going with rom-com. Okay, that's interesting. That's kind of close, but that's not true. I enjoy rom-coms. There's bad ones, and then there's great ones. But I really like romantic dramas. So they're not like... Like, it's a drama, and there's, like, romance in it, but it's not so much about, like, the romance that it is about, uh, like, the racial relationship. But I'm Why not am I almost not but surprised? The movie that I want to talk about is called The Spectacular Now, and it was released in 2013, and it stars Shailene Woodley and Miles Teller. Uh, you probably don't know who either of those people are, Evan. Nope. <laughs> not a clue. Miles Teller... Uh, just so for for people listening, Miles Teller was uh, he played Mister Fantastic in the Fantastic Four reboot a couple years ago. He's in a lot of better movies, uh, and he's he's actually in a movie uh, about a uh, a true story about firefighters uh, called Only the Brave. That's actually really good, and that's like one of the movies I like. I it's one of the only movies that I like genuinely like sobbed in. Bro, that movie's so good. <laughs> so sad uh, anyway that's off topic and then shailene woodley is the she plays the main chick in the Div- divergent movies uh, she's in fault in our stars and oh wait i've seen that stuff. i've seen divergent 
I've seen okay. that movie. Yeah. Shailene Woodley is, yeah, she plays Triss in those movies. Uh, she's also my Hollywood crush. She's really, she's not the most like I don't know. I guess she's like <laughs> I don't really know how to explain that. But, <laughs> but the reason I love this movie so much, and I've actually talked to people on Discord about this before, um, and. Uh, I have caused Nathan uh, to become also become a fan of this this very film. You've taken him over. Because uh-huh. a little while back, I was like, "Hey, these are some movies you should watch," and I'll talk about them with you. And we did. But so I, I need to. I need. I don't want to. I don't want this segment to take up super super long amount. <laughs> no, so, you're good. You're good. You're good. Uh, this movie is so good because it doesn't feel like. It doesn't feel like those cheesy rom-coms where it's like, okay, yeah, that's funny, that's cute, yeah, it's like, oh, she, like, 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 they're, they're real, it's realistic. That's what, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like, it feels like these are two real people that could exist in real life, and the relationship is real, and the relationship with the people around them is real, and, like, their families are real, and, like, the stuff they're going through is real, and it's like it's not blown out of proportion. It's not like it's not drama just for the sake of drama. If you know what I'm saying, it's not like yeah, uh, like, yeah. and it's it's just I don't know, bro. It like hits different because essentially it's it's kind of like the only really cliche thing about this movie, and it's really from a basic from a really basic like outside standpoint if you're like reading a synopsis of this movie you'd be like oh it's kind of cliche because miles teller plays a guy who's he's not like the popular football player but he's like the party guy like he's he's the he's like a popular kid because he's he's every, he's friends with everybody he's like super popular yeah. he's fun at parties like that kind of thing and shailene woodley plays a girl who she's not necessarily like the nerd that nobody knows, but she just kind of, like, minds her own business. Like, she's just not, like, she's friends with some people, but she's not, like, going to parties. She's, like, helping her mom run a paper route, and she's, like, busy because she's always, she's, like, working hard to go to college, like, that kind of thing. And basically, this movie is about a chance, like, they, one night, uh, Sutter, who is played by Miles Teller, he's the, the main lead, the male lead, I mean, and he, like, wakes up after a party in her lawn, like, like, just, like, in the grass, and so, and, and, like, they have, like, a conversation, it's, the only reason she finds him is because she's running her, the, the paper route that she helps her mom with, and he, like, ends up helping her, helping her with it, and their relationship starts to develop, and they start out as friends, and then, and then their, like, relationship starts to grow, and, like, eventually, like, Sutter, Sutter doesn't know what he wants to do with his life, uh, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of reasons for this. Uh, he doesn't want to grow up. He sees like he sees a, I guess, grown up life just as chores. I guess. And I mean, there's some partial truth to that. But like you, you have res- you gain responsibility, but. He doesn't see that the, you, there's joy to find in other things, and he 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 sees himself as bad for everyone else. So he starts to get close to uh, Shailene Woodley's character, and he starts to push her away. 
and she and like it, it's it's really I, I don't know I just love it and because I don't know people could do this kind of stuff in real life and and uh, he also his dad also left him when he was young so he doesn't really know his father super well and so some at one point uh, Sutter and his girlfriend go to they find they find out where his brother or not his brother sorry his dad lives and they go to see his dad and they find out his dad's just like a super big jerk and basically tells Sutter that he doesn't care about him and it's like and that doesn't do any good and it's just like ugh. the movie's just so real and stuff and I just love it that I could go way more in depth but I'm trying not to take up a bunch of time but this movie is so good I'd watch it every day if I could it's good. I mean, like, it's it's funny me sitting here listening because I know that, like, I'm not going to end up watching this movie. Mm-hmm. But if you are a movie person and you're listening to this, by all means, go even watch that movie. Into, it sounds great. It, it, even if you're not so much into romance, and for some reason when you look it up, it says it's a rom-com. I mean, there's comedy in it, but it's not a rom-com like, you know, like an Adam Sandler movie yeah. is a comedy. That makes sense. It's far from it. Yeah, I mean, if but you're a movie person, it sounds good. I just know I'm not a movie person, so I'm not going to end up watching it. But I think we're going to... Yeah, oh, R- real quick. I just want to read the synopsis, because my, my, my train of thought might have been a little bit scattered while I was trying to, just, to talk about this movie. So, the movie's called The Spectacular Now. I'm pretty sure I said that. I hope I said that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> but just the, and so, the synopsis on being says... Charismatic, well-meaning, and the life of the party, the kind-hearted high school senior Sutter Keeley makes great efforts to hide himself behind a carefree ephemeral present and a jumbo fast-food booze-spiked soda cup. However, after a night of hard partying and an unpleasant breakup, Sutter will wake up in a random front yard where Amy Finicky, his bookish and unpopular classmate, finds him during her regular newspaper delivery route. Polar opposites still attracted to, to each other. Can there be a spectacular future for Sutter and Amy? Lovely. Yeah, I just love that movie, bro. So, Lovely. Well. Go watch it. I think we're going to close off now. Because we got to record a second episode of the podcast to make up for the one we missed. So I hope oh, you enjoyed this episode. What? Crazy. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be nuts. I need to put deodorant on because after I showered, I forgot to. <laughs> Yeah, I know you stink, bro. <laughs> when you can smell them from the other side of Indiana, or you're West Virginia. I am not. Bro, if I smell this from here for Hold on. five minutes, bro, I'm doing something wrong. You are Indiana too. You're the west side of Indiana. <laughs> Wait, what? Jaded's west side of Indiana, right? No, he doesn't live no. in Indiana. Dude, I'm. It's too early for this. Where? Where are you? He lives in Virginia, West Virginia. Right? I said West. No, no. Not, not West oh, Virginia. the west of Virginia. I'm in a westernmost part of Virginia. Yes. The western, the western. So West Virginia, westernest part of Virginia. Mm. So you're in, you're in West Virginia, just not the state in, West Virginia. I'm yeah. in Virginia. I'm in Northern Virginia. All right. All right. Well, on that note, I hope you all have a fantastic day. And we will see you very soon with another episode of the podcast. Goodbye. West Virginia, I hate you.